Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Woofo. We are just heading home from a lovely weekend away at WOM Camp and Woofo, what a weekend it was. Yeah, what a, what a, what a good time. Had a ball. A few, a few uh, days ago, I had a look at the forecast and uh, we were told there was going to be a little bit of a heat wave. How do you think the weather held up for us? It was pretty cool. Yeah, at night yeah. it got cold. Yeah, it was nice in the sun, but Treachery's uh, where we stayed was a pretty kind of shaded area. Yeah. So you don't really cop the sun the whole time, but yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. I was in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> we had a few hours throughout the day where the sun was out, um, but I feel like most people were still opting for the steamer. Yeah. Didn't see many people with the sluggos out there. Although There's a couple. A few boys got the yeah, old Jared and Uga. The old rigs out. Yeah. yeah. I like seeing that. I like it I like people braving it and what's interesting is when people jump in with the sluggos and they actually stay in the water for a while. Yeah. Because when I go in the sluggos, I'm in there for about ten minutes and I go, That will do me. But I saw um Jared and Uga, yeah, they, they went in for a while, which was great to see, but no, I think we we had a few steamers on here and there, and, and, and we were staying pretty warm. But oh man, we uh we 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 drove all the way up to Womp Camp, uh, about a four-hour drive to Tetri uh, Camp, and oh woofo, what a weekend it was! Now a uh, bit of controversy actually. We we have to discuss this now. There was only one founding member of Womp Camp there. Born with gills, Russell Pollard was the only founding member to show up. The other blokes from the Central Coast, the blokes that organise it, they were a no-show. What's going on there? Yeah, I don't know. I think the kook man's kind of give us, given us the bum steer by organising it to start <laughs> on a Friday because apparently he was there Thursday night and left Friday morning. I think he just wanted to avoid us. He he put the invite out. He knew we were coming, and he's like, "No, nah, I don't want to hang out with these rat bags." So, uh, Kookman's done the old bail. Kookman, by the way, was the Womp Camp helpline operator. He was. He knew all the goss. He was the one that set the dates, who who set the agenda, and then he was a no show. So pretty disappointing from him, and it was unfortunate that we didn't get to catch up with him. But hey, there's always next year. Exactly. And uh, hopefully next year we won't have. Uh, the same sort of issues we've had this year with COVID-19. Now, the coronavirus has meant that a lot of the guys from interstate were unable to get into the New South Wales border. So, that means that Goldie Sliders, who were a huge present at Womp Camp last year, they were unable to attend. Um, who else weren't able to come? I, I guess uh, that's really it. A few people yes. maybe from Melbourne or Western Australia also weren't able to come but that's a, that's a big commitment coming from yeah, Western Australia sure. um, even for us it's a four hour drive well, and uh, yes yeah, well South Coast didn't come either and uh, I, I suppose we, the, we were the most southern people coming and yeah no one really north of Treachery came down did they I'm not sure well um, we've actually had uh, a bit of a realisation that the Newcastle body surf scene is starting to take off now we've I've heard little rumours here and there that Newcastle is the new hotspot for body surfing, and a few people have actually been in touch with us saying, "Hey, I'm a Newcastle body surfer. I'd like to get involved in the sport. You know, do you know of any teams?" Now they've started a team. They're called the Stocko Wampers, and they had a huge presence there over the weekend. They brought a minibus. Yep. Now we didn't know much about these boys, but we had a few beers with them. And we had a chat with them, and we got to know them a bit more. But it really sounds like. 
Newcastle body surfing is starting to take off, which is great because it's such a lovely area and it's got some great beaches for body surfing. The question we put to them was, are they going to have a team for Wompoff? And they were a bit unsure about it, mainly because they're not sure if they'll be able to get 10 people together to compete. But also, with all the COVID virus stuff, uh, how's Wompoff going to work this year? That was the big question at the campfire each night, wasn't it, Wolfie? Yeah, for sure. Is Wompoff going to go ahead? Now, if it was going to go ahead, there's going to be some big changes. That might mean less teams, less people competing. Um, it might also mean, you know, it's an exclusive New South Wales competition this year. So we need to get Ricky Gilby from War Hand Planes. Another no-show. Where was Ricky? Another no-show. I've got the inside scoop about this one. Oh, hit me. They call me Buzz. So... Ricky is actually planning a little bit of a, a weekend away next weekend. With uh, He's going away with Corey, and he's also going away with, uh, what's his name? Old mate. <laughs> Peter Spurlow. Okay. So Peter Spurlow and Ricky and Corey are going on a snowboarding trip right. or a skiing trip. They're heading to the snow um, in, in, in a week's time. So... You know, Ricky's a new dad. He's got the bub. He, he was unable to attend Womp Camp this year. So we wanted to try and get the scoop about Womp Off and if, if he's going to be running it and what the changes may be if he has to come in line with some COVID-19 restrictions. But he was a no-show and uh, fair enough. You know, he's a very busy man. Oh, no, we're about to hit a gravel road. This might, uh, <laughs> this might affect our audio quality. No, it's all good. I was going to say, I think we're one of the first podcasts to broadcast from a car. Is this legal? It's definitely, uh, it's pushing it, isn't it? Because technically you're hands-free. Yeah. It's like talking on a hands-free mobile phone. I've just got this uh, microphone right up in your face. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's legal or not. Let's If we get pulled over, what would we say? I don't know. I'll blame you. <laughs> So, yeah, Ricky was a no-show, which is a real shame because I love watching him ride, but I also love uh, getting him on the on the cheap tawnies. He loves a red wine. He does. loves a port wine. And uh, last year, we butted him up real good by getting him pretty drunk and then asking if he would sponsor us. So, that's how the Budgie Boys got our official hand plane sponsor, War Hand Plane. Uh, they sponsor the Budgie Boys and... Corey was there being a bit of a salesman this weekend. He had a few of the, the bad fishes out there. He had a few special editions. You know, there's a, a rare white bad fish that's uh, it's like the Moby Dick of the bad fish. It's a, it's a rare beast. But there's four of them, I think, in, yeah. in going around. And I also got a glimpse of a purple bad fish, which is very nice. Because um, we know Ricky recently released the red bad fish, which they had a a competition for to, to name it and uh, I think someone won that by naming it oh what did they call it Sunset Red Sunset Red yeah I think so a lot of our names were were not allowed even on the Instagram I think they got deleted yep. so uh, apologies for that Ricky but uh, yeah what did you feel about the vibe this year there was a few new faces there was a few old boys but um, I guess around the campfire last night you wouldn't really know that uh you know, COVID was in place. Like we were just living our life as best we can, and we still had a few heads around that fire. Who, who was a standout for you? Who did you have a good chat to, Wolfo? Um, I had a really good chat with John Watson um, from Newcastle. He's now in Newcastle. Well, 
was originally on the Central Coast. Um, the Stocko Boys, that was the first time we'd all met them, and they were an absolute hoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just good to catch up with some, some new people that we hadn't got to see before. Yeah, I think uh, the great thing about having you there was uh, you were you, you were you were executive producer of the podcast, but you're also executive producer of the fire. So uh, you know your nickname is Woodo, and uh, you were you were stoking that fire real nice. But that was where a lot of our our great deep and meaningful conversations were had, and people were talking about philosophy and theology and getting through all the hard topics, religion and politics. But um. We were able to have a few good chats about body surfing and uh, the two guys that you mentioned, uh, John Watson and also the Stocko Boys, we were able to sit down with and have a chat with and we'll be bringing you that podcast in a few weeks' time. So over the next few weeks, we'll be doing a Womp Camp special each week we'll have a you know over the next few weeks we'll have a guest from Womp Camp and hopefully that gives you a bit of an idea of what goes on there and if you're thinking about coming you, know, you may maybe you'll get you get you here next year by just seeing what we get up to so we we had a good chat with those guys and you know we went in pretty pretty cold not knowing a lot about them but they're just absolute stokers aren't they they just love the sport and love talking about it and uh, you know John Watson that's his fifth year at Womp Camp, so he's been he's been going for a while, and, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. There was a bloke that rocked up. Um, was his name Sean? Yeah, uh, Sean from from Lane Cove. Lane Cove. Now he, he's not on the Instagram. He's not. He's 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 sort of like a, I guess a phantom uh, bodyboarder. Like he's just the ghost that walks. So <laughs> he somehow got the bat signal that Womp Camp was on and even after a few date changes everything he made his way there and he was absolutely just loving it he bought a bad fish of Corey he had a bit of his own gear and uh, like I just don't understand how he knew about it yeah I've got no idea who told him did he get a secret text message because we had to sort of lobby and campaign to to figure out what was going on with the helpline well he also said he'd only he'd looked up the podcast once before and got halfway through one episode and that was it yeah, I don't blame him for that. So he's not... He's not on the pulse. <laughs> but today... Like, he's a bit older. He's probably... Uh, I don't want to guess his age, but... He's probably got a fair few years on us guys. And today he was definitely the standout so far. Yeah? Yeah. What did you see him pull into? Uh, just the left-handers up in the corner was just really... Uh, kind of wedging and A-framing up. And uh, he was just taking on everything so we we went for a surf this morning probably around 7 a.m we got up and we walked to treachery beach and uh this this beach is probably about a what a, a four minute walk from our tent yep. so we were i was up i had me me sluggos and me wetsuit and me flippers and a few people were bringing out their floppy buckets full of different hand planes a few people had their pipos didn't see anyone on a boogie board no. Didn't see anyone on a stand-up, but um, everyone was out there body surfing together. And you, you look at a wave, and there was probably about 10 people lined up across it ready to go. So um, we, we were having a good old time. And, yeah, there was definitely some standouts from today and also yesterday. There's all a few photos going around. Everyone last night was going through Dave Malloy's... Um, whoop, I'm getting the phone call. Sorry. Oh, it stopped recording. I don't know how I'm going to cut that together. 
but we'll work that one yeah, out we'll later. Yeah, so everyone last night was going through Dave Malloy's laptop around the fire looking at all the photos. So there's some great photos of some people that were absolutely shredding. You got a great photo of uh, Dean Jezza, yeah? Yeah. So Dean Jezza from the uh, ESBS boys, he was shredding all weekend. He was in the water a lot and a lot of people were complimenting him on not only his stamina and you know how he was going but how quick he was going across some of those ways. Yeah, for sure. He's a pretty elusive character. I don't think I saw him around the fireplace once. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to keep going up to him to tell him about this shot I've taken. I'll I'll get it'll be on the Budgie Boys uh, Instagram soon but <laughs> Uh, yeah, I never really saw him outside of the water. He just, just disappeared. That's true. I think he was always sort of back at his site just having a cook-up at night and, and having a few quiet ones. Um, but, yeah, there were some big characters there, absolutely. Uh, uh, the Barrel Pig was there. Who else was there? Well, we brought along a newbie. We brought along young Aaron, who's uh, he's new to the sport but an absolute frother. He loves uh, riding all his pod gear. Um, but he had a great little surf today. He said he got a few screamers and uh, was very happy with that. Um, he was sleeping in the back of his car, wasn't he? Yeah. What was what sort of car does he drive? It's a Triton Ute. A Triton Ute, a big red Triton Ute. And uh, a lot of people didn't believe that he could fit in there. I think he had a bit of overhang. His legs were uh, coming out the back. But uh, he slept in there both nights, never heard a peep out of him, never complained. But uh, what was your setup like, Woofo? You had a nice little bed. Yeah, I, had the, I had the Taj Mahal. Uh, yeah, we got a pretty big tent, which is definitely overkill for what we had. But uh, the king-size mattress let me down. It has a leak somewhere in it, so both nights I woke up on the ground. But uh, <laughs> Blow-up yeah. mattresses, I've never met one that works. They, they always let you down. But... Uh, Jesse had a yoga mat. I had just the old foam from Clark Rubber, and we were loving life in our little tent. Jesse brought along... Jesse Mawson, co-captain of the Budgie Boys, by the way, brought along this great little two-man tent that popped up straight away. Now, I'm not much of an outdoorsy type. I'm not much of a camper, but I put this thing up in about five minutes. Now, I did put it up back to front, yeah, and I was able to undo it all and then put it back together the right way. So, all up... At took me probably 10 minutes to put this thing up i recommend if you if you know what this tent is jesse maybe uh send through a message because oh my goodness i recommend anyone who's thinking about camping forget about your swags forget about sleeping in the car forget about the canopies or the uh, gazebos because there was a lot of gear going around this year all you need is one of these tents because these things were amazing we're very lucky with the weather very warm, uh, very sunny, no rain, which is a plus when you're camping. Last year it rained, but uh, we were in the cabin last year. Yeah. So we were very lucky to, to keep nice and dry in the cabin last year. This year the weather was perfect. Uh, they were doing a little bit of backburning through the uh, through the park to try and minimise some of the bushfires later in the year when it starts to really heat up here in Australia. So, um, Wolfo, you had a bit of a chat to one of the fireys and, uh, you know, they were they were doing a bit of work. But when we, we came through one day, we had to be escorted by the fireys because uh, you couldn't see through all the smoke. So they're doing control burns each side of the, the dirt road into the campsite. Now, just before we, we drove through... Uh, an ambulance or two ambulances went in and uh, there's a lot of debate about what happened but uh, we sort of got the inside scoop because we were we were gawking yeah we were gawking 
we, we were having a bit of a, a, a peruse about, you know, what was happening in, in this situation because we were worried it might be one of our boys. Now, what had happened was someone was bitten by a snake. Now, no one knows what, what sort of snake it was. But, well, but, I heard that <laughs> it's been confirmed it was a death adder. So, uh, apparently the third most deadliest snake in Australia <laughs> bit this guy. Now, if you get bit by one of these snakes, apparently you don't have very long to act. No. When we saw him, they had wrapped up his leg to try and prevent the venom from spreading up his body. Um, but, oh my goodness, how scary was that? So, there was two ambulances. Someone said there was a, a chopper going around. Um, yeah, someone said there was a chopper going around. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You gotta, you just gotta get out of there now. Uh, I hope the guy's all right, and I think he was. But uh, I heard he he was um, going for a bit of a walk. He was with his miso. He uh, saw the snake and freaked out. So he, he sort of did a bit of a jump, and that freaked out the snake. And then the jump, and then the then the snake had a had a go and, and jumped onto his leg. So you know, I'm not really selling it. Uh, it sounds like a pretty scary experience, but uh, I didn't see any snakes. What I did see was a few dolphins this morning. Yeah, there's heaps of dolphins. You guys all loved them, but they were coming very close for my liking. I never knew, I never knew you, you were scared of dolphins. I really dislike dolphins. See, I've never seen a shark, um, so I don't really have any, any fears when it comes to sharks. But when it comes to dolphins, I'm not a huge fan for a few reasons. I think they're, they, they, they don't really know what they're doing. They love swimming in waves, but they, they get a bit of speed and they jump out. Now, they, I don't think they can see you, nor do they care. No. So, imagine getting hit by a dolphin. Yeah, they're big boys. <laughs> that would hurt. Yeah. Also, we think about dolphins like Flipper. You know, this is a, a, a dolphin that's lived in captivity. It's, it's nice and blue and grey and shiny and it's pretty. These dolphins are wild dolphins. They're, they've got barnacles all over their faces. They've got these big, gross blowholes. They're quite aggressive. And uh, <laughs> they've been known to be aggressive to not only humans, but other animals. And they can actually get quite sexual. So the last thing you want is a dolphin humping your leg when you're trying to body surf. All you boys love them. Oh, look at the dolphins. I want to take photos of dolphins. I'm like, nah. I don't, I don't, I'd rather see a shark than a dolphin, to oh, tell you yeah. the truth. Now, did you see any whales this weekend, Woofo? No, last year we saw probably 20 to 30 dolphins just standing there on the on the cliff uh, looking out to sea, but this year, none. I didn't see any at all. Wait, dolphins or whales? Oh, whales, sorry. Yeah, what sort of whales come through? Uh, I think it's the um, humpbacks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone spotted one. Um Dave Malloy's girlfriend spotted one. Um, but, yeah, I think wildlife was a bit scarce this year. I think last year we spotted a lot of dolphins, a lot of whales, a lot of seals. Last year was earlier in the year, though. And it was a bit... Do you think it was a bit colder? Does that attract yeah, some so of... part the, of the migration when they're going up yeah. the coast and down the coast. So I think they might be on their way back now. But last time they were definitely on the way up, up the coast and... Yeah, they were jumping out of the water, full breaches, and yeah, it's pretty cool. How good, yeah. So I was, I was, I, you know, I again, I'm scared of whales because one, those things are huge. And have you ever seen footage of a whale playing with a human? No. So what they do is, uh, I'm, this, I'm just doing fear factor right now. You I'm are. just scaring everyone. Whales, uh, they're quite playful creatures, and if if they grab onto a human's leg, what they'll do is they'll dive straight down to the bottom of the ocean. 
uh, with you in its mouth. Now, they're not trying to hurt you, but they're just playing. They're mucking around with you. But obviously, you're going to drown. So they come up for air every, you know, two minutes or so, and you've got to try and take a big breath while you're stuck in the mouth of this whale. And I've seen some footage of someone at, like, one of those theme parks that, you know, are awful and, and have uh, animals like that in captivity. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm scared of whales as well, but they are. I'll, I'll give you that. Whales are majestic. I won't say a dolphin's a majestic animal, but a whale is a very majestic animal. And okay. Uh, just the grand size of those things, it's incredible. And what they can do. Uh, and and they, they, they love getting a bit of air. They love jumping up. And Have you ever seen a whale hit a boat? You know how they do whale watching boats? Oh, I've seen the footage of a whale jumping and landing on a canoe. <laughs> or like a kayak. Yeah, That would be scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we might end it up there. We might Maybe what was your one highlight of uh, Womp Camp 2020, Woofo? Oh man, put me on the spot. Um, I just reckon, yeah, around the fires at night, I reckon that's the best time yeah. where everyone kind of gets together and talks about the different gear they've got or who made what. And there was like a couple of French, were they French? The guys, Alan and yeah. um, I can't remember his friend's his friend's name. And they they both made these pretty impressive looking uh, boards, kind of like a big mini pipe, I suppose. Okay. Um, but yeah, like just talking to people that you don't kind of get to see um, around Granola or in the Sydney scene that, um, yeah, pretty interesting characters. Absolutely. I think, yeah, absolutely catching up with people you, you regularly don't get to body surf with. But also, yeah, having a beer and, and having a cook up. I think, you know, seeing Woofo on the pots and pans was great. You know, you cooking up those meatballs last night was uh, amazing. And you'd always bring your little setup over to the fire and have a beer. You were drinking a few rashes with the boys and just loving life so that was definitely a highlight for me I think uh, at the end of the day what a seamless trip you know we had a great drive up we're having a great drive home now we're about to have KFC for lunch what else do you want in life oh mate we're living the dream this is it yeah Um, so yeah no we've had a great trip the only only probably downside was the pub we went to on the way on the way up uh, it was a good pub we had a, a, no, a nice a beer pub. and we had a, a bit of a punt but uh, it was a bit of a situation you know a lady wanted to take a, her, her two year old child into the pokies room and was denied but uh, you know that's the thing when you when you go to these sort of uh, regional towns that it's it's always fun to just stop in and have a beer and see the local characters and it's even interesting um you know, we spotted a few people with... Well, I spotted one person with a garage hand planes hat on. And I, I was too nervous and awkward to ask him. He was actually running the, the canteen. But um, I was too awkward and nervous to ask him about his story and, and find out a bit more about how he came to become a body surfer because, he, he, really, we're in the middle of nowhere. But like, I guess a lot of people migrate out this way because of how nice the lifestyle is. Like, there's some great beaches... And uh, it's just surreal and uh, absolutely serene. So if you get the chance, make the trip to Seal Rocks and uh, hopefully we'll see you here next year. But for now, we've got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. Next week on the podcast, an absolute champion all the way from Newcastle. John Watson's going to be on the show, so stay tuned for that. But for now, we've got to get out of here. Do it again real soon. And remember, it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Look at these guys. Wouldn't even know that we're recording a podcast. (laughs) Don't give a fuck. (laughs) 
Uh, it'd be cool if that was someone we knew. 